Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 20th episode. Greetings to you all. It's not a season. I mean, it is a season, but don't you say that Um, at Christmas? I literally say it all year round. So (laughs) I don't know why. It's just one of those things I say because I'm weird. I'm quirky. All right. Well, we're not going to stop him now. No. Guys, welcome to the the newest episode. Um, It's... It's it's a very interesting one. We actually touch on a lot of different things, or we go in a different direction than we usually yes. go. So let us know what you think of it, uh, John. Tell them what's what's going down. Oh right, I forgot that was my job today. Um, <laughs> we started off with a lot of cultural stuff. There was kind of a lot going on. We talked about Brie Larson, rumored almost to be Captain Marvel for the Avengers. We talked about J.K. J. K. Simmons how he bulked up at the age of 61 <laughs> for uh the justice league uh gordon what's his name commissioner commissioner gordon, gordon. Uh, we talked about him you should definitely google those pictures um <laughs> yes, we talked about uh the star wars rogue one reshoots there's a lot going on with that so you want to hear about that and then we talk about um hillary clinton presu- what how do they say it presumptive Democratic the presumptive nominee um, and so we kind of talk about that, and we also then go talk about Donald Trump and just kind of the political environment um, currently. Yeah. So, yes, it's fun, yeah, totally. if you guys are wondering. Fun episode. <laughs> <laughs> With a capital fu. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 Anyways, uh, enjoy this episode. Email us uh, or tweet at us topics that you want us to discuss. Um, you can email us at helloandadu at gmail.com. That's H-E-L-L-O-A-N-D-A-D-I-E-U at gmail.com. And then our Twitter yes. handle is at helloandadu. Uh, yeah, and then you can also rate, subscribe. Uh, that Wasn't there something else you're supposed to? Review. That's the one. <laughs> rate, there subscribe, and review. To you us on there. iTunes, and uh, yep. you'll help other people find it. Yeah, I did get there, John. I totally did. Air high five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, enjoy, everyone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hi, Mathis. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good, Mathis. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. He's lying. He's John. tired. He's tired, I'm tired and he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm fine. He's I'm fine. He's like it's been a long asleep. day. I know. I'm yeah. sorry. If you hear snoring, it's definitely real snoring. It's just Mathis. I will uh, carry this. <laughs> I'm will. counting on you, John. Okay, I'll disappoint as always. Um, oh, so, God, anyways, <laughs> um, you've had a long week. I have. Yeah, there's not much too exciting to no. bring to the podcast, I would say, but it has been a lot of going hard. Um, that's <laughs> that's not that funny. John's laughing because I said going hard. <laughs> no, keep going. And I'm the tired one. You are the tired one. I'm You're like, great. oh, you said going hard. Oh, I just had Earl Grey tea, so I am caffeinated. All right. You're, you're looking pretty Earl Grey. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this tone is already completely different than any of our other episodes. Yeah, and it is. And you know what I just remembered? Until I'm dying. What? This is number 20. God damn it, this is the 20th? This yeah, is the one that I'm super 20th, tired so on? So get it together. That is the biggest incentive to get it together thus yeah. far. Okay. <laughs> Do um, the high school musical. So All in this together. Nope. Uh, 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 that we are we with are our stars. Okay, so you know what? Let's just get into it. <laughs> well... Yeah, what do you? Where do you want to start? I want to start with Brie Larson. That was very okay. aggressive. I apologize. <laughs> I want to um, start there. 
we were going to talk about uh, this on the last episode, but I think we just forgot. Or we had other things I mean, to talk about. I mean, I didn't forget, but I said, we forgot X- other. Yeah, we. X-Men took Here's up the a lot thing. Exactly. We talk about superheroes like every freaking episode. And this episode's not going to be any different. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see you over there. I know what you're thinking. You're like, I love superheroes. Why would I want to stop talking about them? I just think it's a part. It's our culture right now. Let's. It is. No, exactly. This is what the people want to hear. This um, is the people. So Brie Larson is not officially cast, right? It's just she's the short list. Yeah. Okay. So Brie Larson is at the top of the, the short list. Short list meaning like top five to ten actors who will be uh, or who are being considered for Captain Marvel. And if you don't know who Captain Marvel is, she is one of like the strongest like powers wise, one of the strongest female characters in the Marvel universe. And she's a member of the Avengers and she does lots of Superman esque stuff. I would say, um, I don't like this. I know. And Why don't you like this? Cause you love Brie Larson. This is, I love Brie Larson. That's why I don't want her to get sucked into the black hole. That is the superhero world. I know that it's inevitable because the superhero genre is taking everybody with any talent. So would you rather them pick someone that is more famous or less famous? More famous. Really? Also, also on the short list is Emily Blunt. And that's why I kind of, I'd like wish it was. Yeah. I kind of wish it was going to be her more than Brie Larson. Now I remember Emily Blunt being on the list like months and months ago when it was rumored. I haven't heard anyone else besides No, I haven't two. either. After seeing um, Sicario, which was, I thought, terrific, but also coming back to the expectations conversation of last week, yeah. I had zero expectations for it, and I thought it was great. I did too. After seeing like that, um, well, that's your own damn problem over there. Let me finish my my sentence. Do you guys see what I deal with? Do you see it? <laughs> Happy 20th I think after Mathis. seeing <laughs> I think after seeing her there I just I believe her as being very very womanly while also being very strong and tactical and battle oriented and and I got really good vibes from it. So when I found out that she was on the list I was like that that works for me. Surprisingly her being Mary Poppins also works for me. I think that I, Emily yeah, Blunt's she's just a, a terrific actress. She's a great actress. casting for Mary Poppins. Yeah, she is. Um, why do you want Brie Larson to be Captain Marvel? I just honestly had never thought of her in that role. So, like, when it, it was, like, such a shock, I was like, okay. I mm-hmm. mean, honestly, I can never picture anyone in any of these roles. And even when, like, I see people being casted, I'm like, that doesn't work. Like, when Benedict Cumberbatch was casted as Doctor Strange, I was like, no. But now that I've seen him in it, I'm like, okay, I get it. I think it would be the same for her. That's true. See, it just, with Benedict and now with her, it's just like, it it was the most obvious pick. It was like, well, of course, the person who is hottest right now is the person you pick for the next Marvel movie. So, I mean, I'm trying to just come to... Exactly. Yeah, I think that she's in the same boat. So, I'm trying just to come to terms with it and be like, well, if she's casted, whatever. It's not going to be a bad move for her career. It's not going to be... No. It's not going to be my favorite thing. But, I mean, I'll deal. (laughs) I'll be like, whatever, I'll deal. I didn't realize um, that the Black Panther is the one guy from... 42 plays Jackie Robinson uh-huh. and is James Brown and get it on up. I was like, I had no idea until very recently. Yeah. And that's amazing because those are all very different roles and he is super good. <laughs> yeah, he was great as Black so, Panther. He, he was. Yeah. I heard a few different mixed feelings about it, but I was really into it. I liked it a lot. His performance. Yeah. Um, so this is this is just coming out today. John sent it to me earlier today, but J.K. Simmons is playing 
Commissioner Gordon, and I guess the the Zack the Snyder League, version yeah. of D- DC. Yeah, so the Justice League movie, and I, I how do you describe how bulky it J.K. Looks like Simmons Popeye. is in these like photos? If, if Popeye was like a human person, it would yeah. be the arms of J.K. Simmons right now. He and like looks they look fake nuts because they I mean so here's fake. the thing he's They're old huge. and so his skin is just not as you know how do you say it nicely yeah. it's a little it's just a little saggy that's fine it is but it's also now so bulk like he's so ripped and so yeah. it just it looks he's, funny he's he looks huge. good though I mean he looks like Popeye <laughs> like literally he looks he terrifying like Popeye. He d- and he, he has like this huge like homeless man beard. He, yeah, he has a huge homeless man beard. He looks terrifying. When I, I when you sent me the photos people. this morning, <laughs> when you sent me those photos this morning, my mouth just fell open. Open, yeah. and I was like, "Oh my!" I mean, goodness. honestly, much respect. I mean, that had to take a lot of like dedication, like health. I'm just wondering when he did food, it, <laughs> right? Like. Wait, what, did we this see why him we haven't seen and he you? Was and, fine. <laughs> exactly. I, this is another one of those weird things where it's like you've already played a comic book character, and we're seeing you do it again. I don't know how I feel. Like, I'm sure it'll be fine. And like, I mean, I probably won't see the movie. Is he going to be so wearing? What do I care? What type of clothes well, is he going to be wearing where this is going to be shown? You know what I mean? Like, why yeah, does he have to actually, get this bulk up? What it immediately made me think of was the 90s cartoon Commissioner Gordon. Because... What does he look 90s like? 90s cartoon Commissioner Gordon is as big as Batman. Like, he's a big guy. Like, a big, broad, muscular, like, tough guy. Does he and wear that's what I thought of. rip-off t-shirts? Like, no. He looks like a detective. He's wearing, like, a trench coat most of the times. But he's, he's huge. So I, I'm wondering if... Um, that's kind of the vibe they're going for. Uh, but also, there is a storyline. I doubt this is what they're going for. This would be weird. But there's a storyline when Commissioner Gordon becomes Batman. How bizarre would that be? That would be so bold that I would go see the movie. And that's saying something. That's saying something, yeah, which is why I say it. Right. If somebody told me you should go see it because Commissioner Gordon becomes Batman, I'd be like, wait, J.K. Simmons is the new Batman? Oh, my God. That's like whiplash with weapons. I'm going, you know. That's true. I would be all about it. You would. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to mention that quickly. Yeah, uh, everybody should go look at those photos to, yeah. because you just you can't even imagine it. I'm, I'm sure you're listening to this and you're like, he's pretty big. I just want you to, like, double that, like, it's not what you're imagining. It's bigger. No, it's it's insane. In the membrane. Um, ooh. 90s kid. Thank you. Uh, last superhero detail. Andrew tweeted at us. Oh, Doesn't yeah. matter his full name. People don't ask. Yeah, don't ask. Andrew tweeted at us and said, uh, what would it look like, basically, to paraphrase, what would it look like to bring the X-Men universe into the Avengers universe or the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and how would they handle Quicksilver? Um, right. John, do you have an answer? Oh. Um, well, my answer is I do not think it'll ever happen, unfortunately, at least in this telling yeah. of the Avengers. And... I don't think it'll happen. And Andrew, I actually texted him today. Well, he had he had texted me saying that he saw Apocalypse finally and that there's a key part in Quicksilver's uh, storyline in the movie where he was like, how would they work that into the Marvel one? Um, I don't know if I should I say mm. it on here. It's about his parentage. No, no. Well, it's no, about his I parentage. Um, that's not giving anything away. Um, yeah. And so essentially, I didn't know if that was canon or if they just did that for the X-Men movie series do you know because it's very different than um, the, the marvel um quicksilver and scarlet witch are russian and the quicksilver right. in x-men is definitely not he is full-on american kid like video gamer well b- both of them have as far as i understand both of them have taken their liberties but also every famous superhero character has gone through so many iterations by this point that's so there true. probably are versions that look like the X-Men version and versions that look like 
the Disney Marvel Cinematic version. Um, Yeah. The right now, like you said, this isn't going to happen, and the whole reason is property rights. Like they are holding on to their X Men. Fox. Yeah. Um, So basically, for anybody that doesn't know, X Men is owned right now by Fox, and Disney owns basically everything else except for (laughs) Spider Man and a few other stragglers. uh, Fantastic Four. Uh, Yeah. Deadpool is uh, the X-Men character properties, though, I think. He he counts for that property, right? Um, but basically, the only ones that... The only big ones that uh, Disney doesn't own now are X-Men, Fantastic Four, Spider-Man. Uh, mm. That being said, uh, Disney did work out a deal where they got Sony slash Columbia to get Spider-Man into... Civil yeah. War, and they'll be bringing yeah, yay, they'll I'm be bringing so they Iron Man. Out. Yeah, it's actually revolutionary. This has only happened one other time in like movie history, as right. far as franchises and uh, property rights go. Like, not just two companies working together, but saying like this is a huge intellectual property, and we're giving it to you to use. Which would be uh, Who Framed Robert Roger Rabbit, and I don't remember if we talked about this, uh, but I don't remember either. That was the last time that this really happened in this big of a way. Um, but that being said, that did happen. So I can see a universe where oh. Fox, you know, Fox allows that, but it's not going to be like a line of X-Men meet a line of Avengers. It's going to be like they throw in someone iconic like Wolverine and he runs into the Avengers. You right. know, it's going to, it's just, it's way too big of, well, and just, it's too big. And the and their X Men movies are working right now. They're making money on them. With the Spider Man ones, they kept kind of failing, and so I think that's exactly. probably why they were like, "Okay, let's let someone else do it. Then we'll still make money, but at least, yeah, you know, we won't well, f it up again." Well, yeah, which comes into the whole like they they have Robert Downey Jr. in the next Spider Man movie. That's a huge move for them because Robert Downey Jr. is Marvel right now. So bringing right. him into their franchise is going to up like upsell that so hard and really make a good comeback that so that being said that made me think of um fantastic four like if something oh. fails enough oh my like disney disney gets it back you know what i mean so Which, it's like this this could be the thing fantastic four we could get right that i was that's what i was gonna say i was like what's actually very perceivable is the x-men not the x-men um the avengers running into fantastic four that could actually that would happen. be amazing well, yeah, I think that given the um, the tonal style of Fantastic Four, they would work so much better in the Marvel world. Like, just give them to Marvel, and Marvel will figure out how to make that work, like, in a realistic way. What if they had the old Fantastic Four meet up with them? So it's Chris Evans as the the, the Human Torch, and then he would be so meet himself as Captain America. I'm trying to think of, like, a weird storyline where that could be, like, there's some like time rift and Benedict Steve Cumberbatch Rogers became as a Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is yeah. very into that like Inception-y stuff. That could happen. It's gonna be weird when Doctor Strange like runs into Star Lord and Star Lord runs into Captain America. Like I just don't know. I feel like it's gonna clash. I'm like so I excited. trust them for their properties, but I just feel like you. It's gonna be so hard to get beyond that feeling of like these are such different characters. Like. I can't believe this all takes place in the same universe. You yeah. know what I mean? Just yep. this is the same place. What? what? Um, but yeah, I think when, when X-Men sort of like rejuvenates reboots, gets all new cast members again, I think that that would be a good moment to like wrap them into, you know, Disney's works. So it's yeah, like, for example, because Wolverine is the most popular, we have a new Wolverine and, He's, like, really hot and really famous, and then right. they get him into, like, an Avengers film or something. Yeah. I don't I think it'll happen happening. in this round of Avengers, you know, these movies. No. Even though they have, no, like, 11 be... phases, so who knows? Maybe in phase 11. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. But um, surprisingly, the Quicksilver version in X-Men is a lot more enjoyable than the Marvel version. But I think very different. It's very different, but I also think that it's just because they were like, this has to be one of the best characters in the movie. You know, like <laughs> Marvel totally wasn't is. thinking that X-Men was thinking, or Fox was thinking, we have to make Quicksilver amazing because 
because that's what he is. Also, we didn't talk about his uh, performance last week, but his performance is just we kind of did. We talked about did how we? well we talked about how his scenes were the at least I think we did. I know we we, talked we did about talk it. about how his we did talk his about scenes how his were scenes the were the best. But I just yeah I really think you just believe it when he's Quicksilver. You're like yeah that kid is you Quicksilver. Do. Yeah, and I was yeah I dug that. But so here's much. the thing I I believed it in the Avengers one too. I mean. They were just very different portrayals, and I, I liked them both. They were just very I different. actually, I don't know. I, you know I'm, I wasn't into Age of Ultron, and a, a huge one of my things was every which way they handled the twins. I was like, I don't like this. Every time they showed up on screen, I was like, I don't like it. I don't like it. Because it's two Americans playing a... Uh... Oh, wait, well, actually, yeah. he's not American. I think he's English. But... But playing but Russians. he sound like yeah like for for one thing their accents were atrocious. I was like they were. You sound I like, like you're in a high school play. Yeah, you can like both of them. I think it's important to be more positive than I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, one more piece of movie news. I think like yeah I, that I can think of or that we thought of together. Um, Rogue One. Yeah, we're a team. Rogue One, the new Star Wars film, the middle of episode three, episode four, first spinoff in the franchise. Yes. Uh, I don't. We don't know how true the rumors are, but if if sources are correct, this movie's in a lot of trouble. Like, um, see, I read something. I read a good article about it today. Okay, so what what I've been hearing yes. is that. Um, the movie is all the articles that came out that I've read. The movie is too dark. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie uh, is not up to par with The Force Awakens. Um, they're going to be doing four weeks of expensive reshoots, mm-hmm. and and I think I I saw one more detail. What was the article that you saw um, today? Well, pretty much. They talked to someone, I don't know who, but they were saying that if they were going to do four, because the thing, the rumor was that they had to reshoot 40% of it, but the guy was saying that if they really had to do 40%, they would need a lot more than four weeks. And if they were doing 40%, they would probably push back the date. So I don't think it's 40%. Um, Mm-mm. Um, and no, I do someone think denied lo- that rumor. And they said that, you know, all big budget always gets reshoots. I think this one is really That's taken out of proportion. Um, they may need to do uh, a little yeah. extra because of the tone thing that you were talking about. I bet that is a lot of it. They probably didn't expect it to be so dark. But then on the other hand, they've gone through these so, like, step by step. They should know what the tone is. Yeah. So, like, if it's really not the tone they wanted, then it, something's off. Especially with these Star Wars ones. You know that they plan these out so like intricate yeah it's it's thoroughly gone through so i'm a little confused if it's too dark for them maybe they just after seeing it maybe on page it's a little different and now seeing it they're like yeah yeah exactly but honestly i want to see a darker because honestly i'm not really excited for this i know because i feel like this is a story type of thing that we've seen um i know it's going to be a different take on the whole thing but i'm tired of the death star and this one's all focused on the Death Star. And right. so I, I was kind of excited when I heard it was dark and gritty. I feel like we need something different. We I don't want another Force Awakens, it, you know, a lighthearted, um, epic. I want a dark right. war movie, which is what they said it was, a war movie. I think, yeah, so if any movie this big has massive reshoots, like and they, they, always they go out and they that. shoot for more weeks. Yeah, they, they know it's going to happen. But I think a lot of people don't understand filmmaking to that degree. Like, that just sounds like trouble. And I, I agree, it does sound like trouble. But there's just, uh, for one, when you have that luxury, like, you take it because you don't get it all right. And for for two, like like you were saying, reading it and seeing it, like, things just don't always don't always match up the way that you plan them to go. And I, so I'm not worried about it in that sense. What I am worried about is that they said it was too dark and they are trying to lighten it up like you were yeah. saying. Because the thing that ex- excited me the most was that Gareth Edwards, I think we talked about it on this podcast, but he had this quote from a panel or an interview 
where he said that um, the Star Wars universe is very religious and very spiritual, and he wanted to do a Star Wars movie that kind of stripped it of its spirituality and made it a very godless world to uh, reflect right. the war times that they're in. And this is one of the darkest points in the Star Wars storyline. Like, things are dark at this point. And that was so exciting. That was one of the few things that really got me jazzed about this movie. Kick-ass trailer. Love the trailer. But yeah. this was, like, a substantial thing that made me think, okay, this is this is now worth making, even if I don't want to see a Death Star, even if I don't want to see a prequel. This is worth making if that's your tone. Exactly. So I'm on the exact same page with you. Like, it's just... It's kind of... It's kind of a bummer. Hopefully... I'm sure it's still going to be great. I mean... I'm yeah I just I'm tired that when the thing with like our movie society now is once they know something works and they know a story works they just keep exactly redoing it over and over and I feel like that's what the Death Star is and I mean it's and movies are art but movies are also business so when you find that when you find that groove you don't leave the groove like right this movie's gonna make bank it will and and the the more like the last one it is, the better it does because people say this one's amazing, just like the last one, and then people go see it. You know, it's I, I, that's so frustrating to me. I mean, that's sort of where I'm at with the superhero genre, though, where I'm like, well, they're not really going to take very many risks, and right. you just have to accept that. And it's even if it even if the movie turns out great, it's it's like, well, it's just like the last you know right it's that's what's so hard for me we'll see it'll be out soon enough yeah exactly it actually will <laughs> literally it's gonna be out it's going to be out really soon i look forward Six to talking months. about it on here though because yeah. i'm sure that i'm sure we'll have a lot of thoughts Six a months. lot wow. a lot of thoughts <laughs> okay, um jabba Okay. Ooh, 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 ooh. That was good. How's that? You've been practicing. Thank you. I have ever <laughs> since I came out of the womb. I, I know. I <laughs> just I'm a little Jabba baby. I'm just like born like ooh, 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 ooh. My that mom's like I don't so want terrifying. it. <laughs> Take it away, please. That wouldn't be terrifying. Can I have another? It'd be like uh, the Omen, you know, just like oh, that's a Satan yeah. baby. I don't want it. Satan. Satan's in him. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so to move out of the movie world Please. and to just briefly like, <laughs> shut like, up. You're s- that was nothing you're against you. I, I kind of. Oh. I feel like we need like those like, <laughs> incense things where you just like, you know, like wave them around to like s- get all the negative movie energy away. So that's what I picture. I mean, picture it wasn't all negative. We just didn't have anything exciting. Right. Anyways. Yeah. So I want to talk about the political world briefly. Yes. Um, uh, so last night, <laughs> there was a bunch Sorry. of... Yeah. You finish first. And <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay, I'm going to finish. Please. So last night, there was uh, a bunch of more primaries. North Dakota, I don't remember. California, I don't remember. There was a few more. Um, but Hillary Clinton has now made her delegate count and she is the presumptive democratic nominee for the presidential race and and there's a weird there's a weird air to this um there's a few people who are talking about what a historical moment it is mm-hmm. um but uh, but it kind of feels like they're faking it. I don't know. I saw a lot of clips for this because, you know, I work in the political sphere, but I saw a lot of this and I was like, it just feels like people know that that's what they have to say. Um, yes. You know what I mean? Um, oh, yeah. And then the... So basically what the whole thing is, is like, this is historical. There is a female nominee yeah. for the president of the United States. Um and I kind of just wanted to like unpack that a little bit on here because yeah. um, it's not historical to me. And I wanted to see what you were thinking about it. Um, yeah, I definitely don't think it's as historical as everyone's making it. 
Um, exactly. It feels like the copy-paste response. Like, this, which is, the, is, this is the lead I mean, headline. What do you expect? I mean, that's what... Exactly. That's what they're going to say. But I guarantee you the language is gone next week. Yeah. Well, and in a sense, they're not wrong. It is historical in a sense that, you know, no female has been the nominee to go into the election. So I guess in that sense, yes, um, it is historical. But, like, I just through like the instagram feed of hillary clinton she has like three where it's like one's just like thank you like oh and that was one <laughs> so it was very like okay but i feel like if right. i were her i would do the same thing you kind of have to milk it for all it's worth at this point i mean um and what why i was laughing before is because when we talked about politics last time do you remember we said who would you pick if the nominees were Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton and that's looking like what it's going to be. So it's I right. Mean, and here's the thing I've come to like even if you don't like either something I just learned which is probably silly is that you can write in someone. You could literally write yourself it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the smile so, on his face everybody was so funny. He was like you could write yourself in and he's got this goofy grin. That's what he's um, going to do. So yeah, that's even you're right. if yeah. you don't want to vote for either of these people, I still think you have to vote because either either way, yeah. if you don't vote, you have no reason to complain ever. Like yeah. if you don't vote and one of them, the person you don't want gets elected, you can literally never say anything because you did nothing. You did nothing but complain. Yeah. So even if you go in and you vote for yourself, you vote for Bernie, you vote for Ted Cruz, whatever, like you still need to no totally. But I mean, totally. I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not mad that she's the person. She's not. I would have chosen Bernie, but what's? I th- I think one of the reasons why it's not very historical is because um, at this point in time, we we know at least I I know I feel like we know as a society that a woman can be president. Like it's like it doesn't feel like a leap anymore. I think. I think that energy was in the air in 2008 when she ran against Obama. Like, oh my God, this is happening. But I think at this point, it's like, I feel like we all know that a woman can do anything in the country. Like, it's actually um, feasible. And then... It is. um, But I think until it happens, you know, there's still going to be That's true, which is why they have to report it that way. Yep. But then it's kind of like with when Obama won. It was like the first black president. Now, if a black person gets... You know, if they win again or if they're the nominee, it won't be a thing. And I think we just kind of need to get past all of these, like, stereotypes and, you know, just we need to just get them out. So we'll have a woman. Then we'll have, I don't know, maybe like an Asian president. And then maybe, <laughs> you know, we can get a Latino, a Latina. Um, yeah, I just it's yeah, it's it, I agree. I'm trying to figure out how I want to say this. It just feels like a, like, it, you're glaring, you're looking so closely at, at that detail to her, you know, it's just. Can I, can I ask something real quick? Yeah. If, um, if a Republican woman had been the nominee and they were doing all this language with a Republican one, would it have irked you as much? Not even that this irks you, but you know what I mean? Is it because like it's uh, not your not the party that you tech you claim, and that it's Hillary? You know, there's a lot there's a lot going on with all that, but I just wonder like, is it because of all of those? Yeah, well, that's a good question. Because um, I like, feel like if it were me and I, it, if it were the opposite, I'd I'd be like, ugh. Right. Um, maybe a little bit. I don't really claim either party. Like value-wise, I lean towards Republicans, but I don't like. I do not like the way that the system works for Republicans at all. Like the more I learn about it, the more I'm like, what in God's name? Like what is going on up with these people's uh, brains? Like I just don't understand. Such a Um, mess. It's like when your headphones get all clumpy in your uh, pocket and then you pull it out. That's the political system. You know, it goes in fine, comes out all (laughs) blot. It hasn't. Yeah, it has not uh, been unwrapped in in many 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 a year. Um, no, we need some wrinkle release. But 
so yeah, I don't really I don't really claim either party. I think that if it was either either um like let's pretend that it's that it's Donald Trump but the female version. I would have the same response. Sarah Palin. You know? Sarah Palin is not the female version of Donald Trump. Donald Trump is terrible. Sarah Palin is silly. You know <laughs> That's what I mean? True. Like she is just silly. She's silly. You kind He's of just like, like look back and you're like, what? "Oh, well, it's you." Just Yeah, I I do not like her. <laughs> um She's something. She yeah, she is something. Have you watched any of her endorsement videos of Trump? No. She oh she endorses goodness. him? She yeah, she well, she went on his campaign campaign um, trip and was like speaking for rallies and things like that. And it is the I most if she's like get, if she gets paid for that. Uh, maybe I mean it, it's exhausting, like <laughs> watching traveling for a campaign, but also just like uh, speaking like that. Yeah, uh, but she might get paid. You're right. Maybe. Um, but so I th- I think that the the bigger thing for me would be like if if either candidate looked a lot more appealing like i think i think what helped obama was that he looked like such an appealing candidate like so then so then you bring in the historical language and it's sort of like well it it feels better because we're talking about at least someone who looks like a hero in the public eye and i think that on maybe i don't know exactly how all uh, more democratic voters feel, but I think on that side, there's a lot of people who just don't see Hillary as like a very shiny candidate. So it's if either side had had a candidate like uh, that was like with her perception around them or with Donald Trump's perception around them, if either one was a woman, I would just be like, whatever. But I think my response, if it was a very, uh, just a great politician, I think my response would be like, America's America's the next Western country to do this, you know? Like, now we have one. You know what I mean? Like, But don't you think that should be the attitude I think that I w- whether or not you like the person anyways? Or not? I don't know. I feel, I feel like it's just hard for me to get beyond my, my distaste for Hillary Clinton, though. I know. <laughs> I understand. My you're not alone over here. No, yeah, you're not alone. I just, yeah, I just feel like until we all just support each other, and I just, we're always at like, um, at uh, what's the phrase? At arms with each other. You know what I mean? It's like no matter who I wins, know what like you mean, the yeah. other, the other side like hates and despises and completely goes against everything they say no matter what their take is. It's kind of like, okay, let's just, like, chill and go with the flow. Like, we just need to accept it and support. Um, yeah. Um, what What is the what is the term? Bipartisan. I think that's the term. Um, when both when both parties have commonality, like, there is, there is more, or there is less of it today than there's been in a really long time. And it's yep. because both sides are pushing uh, more extreme in both directions. Yes. And they are drawing fire against each other because of that, because politics is a world of policies and ideas. And the further extreme that you take your ideas on either side of the uh, the section there, like the more it's impossible for those people to work together. Yeah. I mean, like Fox News is on in our house a lot because my parents watch it and just by from watching it or from hearing it i don't really watch it but like literally anything that obama or democrats do they tear apart like they 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 don't try to like find any silver lining and it's the same for the other side as well i just have fox news as my example um but i'm sure if you watch a democratic one they would do the same thing to a republican um but they just tear everything apart and a part of me is just like if we just kind of not necessarily agreed with them but kind of just I don't know, like, there has to be a middle ground here where we're not always opposing each other. And I feel like that just tears our whole country apart into two, and it's not getting us anywhere. And I think it shows why our political system is so screwed up, because we just, I don't know. You know, it's really crazy. Um, the, the thing that draws our country together 
uh, most is wars. Like when when we are in a dangerous situation, it makes people put aside their differences very quickly, or it makes people uh, yeah. like their president a lot more faster, which is really fascinating because it it comes from a place of desperation or from a place of like uh, helplessness or need as a people, and I think that. I think that it just doesn't feel as dramatic on a day-to-day basis. But like if people if people acted like things were I don't know, if things were always in some system of war, then they might be able to I mean, we are though to work you faster. You know what I mean? We're always in some type of right. conflict or but I mean, like, the Nazis are taking over Europe type of things, you know? Right. Like, like okay, we need to, we need to get it together. What are we going to do? How are we going to live? What are we, what's, the, what's the plan? And Yeah, and that's just you know. sad to me. It shouldn't take that extreme for people to... No, I, I agree. It's, it's kind of comical, but it's, it's not. It is, but it's so sad. Like, no, it is, yeah. I... I don't remember if I talked. This is a whole episode of Mathis doesn't remember if he talked about it on the <laughs> podcast, but it's uh, we're at I don't remember now. if I've talked about it here or not. Yeah, exactly. I don't remember if I, if I talked about it here or not, but um, I've come to peace with whoever's going to be president. Like, oh, I, I have not. I hope to. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I sort of feel like at least for the as long as I can remember the the amount of like interaction of the president's actions in my own life have been very limited and and i just right now i'm at the feeling where it's like okay no matter what happens like my life isn't over like it's gonna be okay i'm gonna find a way to to go on and even if they even if uh, even if they do make some bad calls as a president i will just I will probably feel some of that, but I mean, nothing they do is ever going to keep me down. And at at this point, I mean, either either winner of of the election, I'm going to be upset about. So yeah. I, I had I had to come to peace. I was like, I'm going to be upset with either of these people winning. So I need to decide. I need to decide to not be upset about that. And that's true. And I mean, it still upsets me from time to time, but I did go through a period, like a long-term period, where I was like, this is really scary, and I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But I'm just trying not to let it, you know, hold me down anymore, like sit on my chest when I lay down for the night sort of stuff. You know what I mean? I think for me, it's just our country is so fragile that, like, I just just worry. I mean, I just worry. Because I think it could take one little thing and this really doesn't have anything to do with the president, but like one wrong move could like really hurt our country. I think we're so fragile that like, we're like kind of teetering on something and I'm not even sure what we're teetering on, but I could see it collapsing very quickly. And I, I just, I just think we're so fragile and we need like someone that's strong and that will do something good. And I'm not sure that of either quite frankly can do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually something know. we're on the I'm same just... page with with politics. <laughs> yes. Um yes. Yeah, I think that what? the reason why this election has become so intense is because everybody feels that energy in the air. People feel like so the fragility and it makes them like anxious and it makes them uh like there's a lot of violence going on yeah. around the country right now. It's really disgusting and really appalling. And it, but it comes from that place of like everybody feels that fragility, and they're like, oh, "We're in trouble. We need yeah. our person to win, and you need to back down." And you know, like, <laughs> you need to back uh, down. <laughs> just, just <laughs> civil unrest, you know, like, yeah. like uh, nationwide unrest. Nationwide is on your side. <laughs> the, and the sad part of that is that. By becoming by becoming these people who are rallying so hard in politics, it's actually crushing everybody, you know. Yeah, let's let's stop talking about politics. <laughs> I'm over. Uh, it. But go vote. Vote for yourself. 
Yeah. What if everyone just voted for themselves? Would we all be president? No. No. If we all had one vote? Because one guy would vote for... Gary Busey. Would vote for... Exactly. Two for Gary Busey. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. One person would get two votes. Yeah. It's... It could never happen. No. Okay. What I was talking about, not this week, but uh, not, I mean, uh, not today, but yesterday with a coworker is that um, you just about any large public figure could probably become president because. That's why Kanye uh, saying he's going to run for president scares me. Exactly. That's, I hadn't thought about that. I was just kind of like, I was just thinking about anybody who had any sort of, uh, grip inside of like a mass media way but yeah you're right like kanye has enough has enough political attention i was thinking more of like a steve jobs type but yeah way to stay relevant thank you thank you everyone and then i started talking about it more and i was like it's almost like if donald trump ran for president like yeah. a person like that could actually become president, you know, if he ever decided to do that. That would it definitely that actually makes total sense to me now. His presence in the political um, election this year has really changed our poli- our politics forever. Because yeah, he's it's like insane. The f- it's it's going to be it's monumental. Really interesting to see eight years from now. It's historical. It's a tremendous difference. It's historical. <laughs> But yeah, let's stop talking about politics. Yeah. Do you want to wrap this episode in a in a little kitty bow? Do you want to? It'd be. I'm fine with that. I, I kind of want to. Let's. I feel like we just need a little something more, like a little fun thing, you know? Okay. What's something What's a fun? Because we were fighting at the beginning, and then we talked about politics. So you know, we just need to do something <laughs> fun. Oh my goodness! Um, it sounds like you're the one who lives in the valley right now. Every day. We were fighting in the beginning. Every uh, day. We were talking about politics. So. I'm sorry. I do not sound how. like that. I do not uh, sound like that. Yes, you do. Girl, I yes, do. You, you right. you do. You right. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe we should just wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if I have like, a uh, good yeah, story. Do, do you have a good story we could tell? Anyone? Anyone out there? Good story? No. <laughs> oh, Okay. Um, wow, what a bunch of a bunch of useless buzzards. I got a good story for you. Okay. It's actually not that good of a story, but oh my gosh, it was really So I was at lunch and and this guy was at the place and <laughs> this guy was also at the restaurant. And this guy, John, he looked so much like Ashton Kutcher, like Rem- like so much like Ashton Kutcher that like How I was having a conversation did you do? Were you at like- lunch. L- let me just, I, John, I probably did double takes for 20 minutes. Like <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, I swear that's Ashton Kutcher. But it, it, he looks so, so similar, but just off. And then the moment we left lunch and we walked away, I turned to my coworker and she turned to me and we were like, Ashton Kutcher, did you see that? Like how much he looked like Ashton Kutcher? Like we both said it the exact same you time. You should have just yelled his name. Where were you? <laughs> Ashton. <laughs> were you at Jersey Mike's, Culver's, Subway? No, it's it was a local place. Jersey Mike's. <laughs> no, it was a local place. <laughs> Subway. Culver's. This is the West Coast, friend. You guys don't have Culver's. No, I don't. No think cheese so. curds. Not from there. Butterburger. These are LA LAians. Los Lies. Angelans. They do not Lions. eat cheese curds. Lions. <laughs> but anyways, oh, okay. I I thought I thought for about fifteen minutes I'd saw Ashton Kutcher. But I You should have just gone up and like my story. accidentally just like touched him. Be like, oops. Sorry, Ashton. <laughs> Take one of his fries. Oops, did I do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah. So that's the best yep. story I've got for you. Wow, that was amazing. <laughs> so amazing. Um we can just end it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was that was a lot of fun. 
Um, <laughs> well, that was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> John, John is going to be gone. Yeah, guys. I when this episode s- comes out. I'm setting sail. I think we mentioned it. (laughs) I can't remember if we mentioned it in the podcast. (laughs) I think we mentioned it uh, once. Yeah. Yeah. But why don't you tell the folks where you're going? Yeah, guys. I'm uh, heading to New Zealand this weekend. So actually, when this this episode goes up next week, I will have already skydived everyone. So you will know if I'm dead (laughs) if you're listening to this. (laughs) You will know. Wow. You know how somber would that be to like listen to this episode and it's like goes out to the public after you die. Right. Well, don't worry. Well, let's hope that somberness does not uh, exist. Hopefully my guts are not splattered all over the great hills of New Zealand. (laughs) It'll be, it'll be really awesome though. When you get back to talk through what the trip was like and to see, um, updates, you know, through the podcast, through your own, uh, yeah. Through your own uh, social media, you know, things like that. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm going to try to post stuff. Um, and I'm going to try. Yeah, totally. uh, hopefully, I can record one over there with my friends, and I hope that that works out. I'm not sure how yeah. the whole Wi-Fi situation will be. We're going to be recording on my phone. It's going to be ghetto, but we're going to do it. You guys are going <laughs> to like it. Um, but, yeah. That's where I'll be. Well, it's exciting. Neither of yes. us knows what it's going to be like just yet, but no. I, I'm excited for you. Can't wait. Thanks, Mathis. <laughs> okay, let's, right. let's, yeah, let's wrap this sucker this. up. <laughs> our 20th episode was uh, <laughs> what quite a... Describe? It was something. It was different, you know? It was different. I uh, hope you guys liked it. Um, let us know. Yeah. Uh, you can send us an email at uh, helloandadu at gmail.com. H-E-L-L-O-A-N-D-A-D-I-U at gmail.com. You can uh, hit us up on Twitter, uh, helloandadu. Yes. Um, you rate and subscribe on iTunes. And I think that's all. Matthews? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's all. Um, thank you, all yes. listeners. Uh Gracias. Let us know um, if there's other movie news that is not superhero stuff that you want us to talk about. We'll <laughs> gladly true. talk about it. It's just general public, you know, popular, popular uh, stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this episode was so different. So if you listen to it, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I bid you adieu, John. Adieu, Mathis. Adieu.